This is episode number 467 of W Water Cooler Word Stress. Hey, it's me. <laughs> That's me and Tom. <laughs> I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at my oh. website at jasontucker.blog. Oh, hey, I'm Say at Say Read Media on all the things. Uh, yeah, and I'm Cosper. What's up? <laughs> present (laughs) go over to our website and you can go and find us find all the links where you can go find us and follow us and you can also go and hang out in our discord i'm laughing because our pre-show is so depressing (laughs) (laughs) i hear you like went into this and we're like wow hey what's up people we're here what's up take the blame for that one it's not your fault okay no let me just go ahead and say this right here it's not your fault okay not your fault, but it's your fault. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we have a guest. We have a guest, Our guest today. Uh, former, I want to. I want to mention because I don't know how you're going to introduce yourself, but I want to just clarify that you were one of the organizers um, for uh, WordCamp US 2023. I want to remind everybody that that was in August. It is now October, so that's that's two months. Just been a lot in the last two months. So that's where we're coming from. The last time I saw Tom was he was running around with his WordCamp gear on, you know, being a WordCamp organizer, volunteer, demonstrating his love for WordPress. Okay. Anyway, so with that said, here's Tom Finley. Hey, guys. It's paying, paying back a debt of gratitude for uh, after after a decade of hiding in the shadows. <clears throat> So, look, taking uh, on an organization, a WordCamp organization in general role is not like a low, a low bar that that like buys you a few years and <laughs> WordCamp US and the biggest WordCamp US since the pandemic and 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 also one at this giant corporate island. So, you know, it's kind of a big deal. So, yeah, I think you're. Um, yeah, Washington exactly. That's what Scott said. Not much. What I call it. Just a few existential crises and uh, I don't know what else that said. Drama, trauma, global (laughs) trauma. Um, We are, our topic today, sorry, Tom, why don't you actually introduce yourself? (laughs) So, so, yes, I was a WordCamp US 2023 um, organizer. I am a um, WPDC, I guess, core leadership, core organizer, however you want to frame that um, person. And I am the owner of Proof Creative, which is a uh, digital agency based here in the DC area. I like saying proof. Proof. And that's how I know that's how I know somebody is scamming and spamming me as they call me up and I say proof. Proof. Like you don't know what an umlaut is. Oh, is there an umlaut? You have an umlaut. There's an umlaut. There's an umlaut. Oh, that's really cool. There's not an umlaut in your domain, obviously. So I haven't seen Correct. it. In your, um, it's kind of a logo. smiley face in my old logo. Right? <laughs> I mean, I have an accent in my name uh, that is really hard for people to do. Um, I I've always imagined it. Throw like, say, in there as well. Say. Say. It just makes the E and A. And your umlaut makes your U and O. Oh, a double O. Anyway, yeah. uh, linguistics aside. Hi. Um <laughs> Linguistics <laughs> Weekly with say. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about word. We did say we were word stressed. So I think you kind of did that yourself. With spud. Yeah, this is this is us giving ourselves permission. Next, we're going to be doing a wordle. Look at us. 
I am so bad at those games. I don't even play. Um, I wanted to name this this episode WordPress Stressed to just like really drive the point home. Um, but we went with word stress just because it's so fun. But um, I uh, I just uh, oh I'm so WordPress stressed, y'all. <laughs> Tell us about it. No, I've been talking about it for weeks. Um, that's why we brought I'm, you on, Tom. That's why we yeah we had you on to talk so we could talk about your troubles. <laughs> Well, yeah. Um, so, so that's what. So, I, I started the episode by saying, "Hey, you were a WordCamp organizer. Literally, this yeah. year, you've been, you know, active on what was WordPress Twitter, which is now dead, um, and <laughs> just literally gone." Um, dead to me. It's, it is. It is dead because it's not Twitter anymore. So, literally, WordPress Twitter is gone. Like it, WordPress X. Like, what are we? I don't even. I refuse. Anyway. Um, so you were, you know, big part of WordPress, Twitter, um, you know, active, obviously, as an organizer locally, whatnot. So, you know, you are um, passionate. You use it in your development, I'm assuming, for your clients. Yeah. So you're, you're coming from a place of um, passion and, you know, a long relationship with WordPress, right? Yeah. And and I, th- I think it... It also would be a reasonable characterization to say I was one of those people who I existed in the Genesis community space for a long time. Oh my God, Genesis. I actually I actually got to go back from Twitter during that entire period because bosses were always watching. So I couldn't like be on Twitter while I was developing. Um and and I don't know, I just I guess for whatever reason I just wasn't out there. Uh, wasn't really uh, active with make or anything like that. And it was across really the arc of the pandemic that I got more involved um, and, you know, opening my big mouth. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, after, after following people around for 10 years and I guess becoming more, I don't know, socially aware, politically aware in the course of that too, it was very curious to see um how things have kind of shaken out, especially post post uh, Trump, right? Yeah. And yeah, and 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 so you know, one so of my missions great. has been to use my you know my privilege to kind of speak out in the moment uh, when I see shenanigans. Um, I and, think you're kind and, of the, one of the one of the kings of shenanigans uh, pointing out. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'll, I think I'll... that's really important. I mean, I'm not for anyone who's not watching or needs it. Like Tom is a white man. So like, I always think like, you know, my, you know, when, when white men are able to speak up, that is really a, uh, a benefit. I think that's really important. So it's... I don't think it, again, I don't think it's something to be just, you know, pushed, pushed aside. I think it's great. Yeah. I think we have to, we have to pay it forward and, and, you know, as tried as it is, we have to be the change we want to see in the world. Right. And so if we're perpetuating <clears throat> shenanigans and <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be, I love the word shenanigans. <laughs> I love the word kerfuffle. I have my I own word for it, but, um, that I, I, I coined, but, um, not nearly as PC. No. Um, you know, but if you're not, if you aren't, working in some way um to to curb it then you are in fact benefiting from a status quo in which shenanigans prevail and i think that that's kind of the climate in which we exist not only as an industry but also i mean it's 
it's not national. It's not North America. It's a global. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I would say in my evolution just as a person is <clears throat> I, I told a bad joke at a party once. It was about it was about Bill Clinton being a vegan. And it turned out the girl I was talking to was a vegan. And so I made the joke at her expense and she was obviously very nonplussed and kind of was one of those situations where she's like, I'm a vegan and walked away. And that was that. Um, but shortly thereafter, I made it my mission to kind of like stop making jokes at other people's expense, especially, you know, punching down. And so, <clears throat> you know, social media is not a proxy for actually knowing somebody. And we bring a lot of our own biases and assumptions into situations. Um, but, you know, if I ever staked out any ground, it would be that, like, I don't say things to say them at somebody's expense if I can help it. Right. Unless I'm punching up. And usually that person is obviously very guilty of abusing the asymmetry of their station. Right. I think you can probably also punch, metaphorically punch, by the way, because... Violence is not the answer. Uh, you can also no, no. Sometimes it is the answer. It very much. If you're if uh, if a fascist is involved, uh, if uh, oh, you're bringing up fascism now, huh? Because I have things to say about that. Um, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going there this episode, y'all. Uh, no, but I was gonna say you can also sometimes punch sideways. Yeah, you can you can certainly punch across. Who are next to you? Who need the punch? Um, and I mean, I have a personal theory that punches, you... I'm not threatening anybody. There's no threats. I just, you know, a lot of the stuff I've been saying these days is getting taken out of context. So you have uppercuts providing... and you have, you know, haymakers. Yeah. No. yeah. I'm just like, metaphorically, you need to understand what I'm saying. Um, can we segue to fascism? Because I have a segue there. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a graphic right. for it. Yeah. No, don't put up a graphic for that, please. Um, <laughs> No graphics for that one. Don't ask AI to make a graphic. Even, in, I can't even, just, okay. Um, so the thing that this week is really, so obviously listeners of the show know stuff's been going, stuff's been going on with um, uh, Matt um, within the community in general. There, uh, I, I feel like, <laughs> I'm like experiencing this in some sort of like, you know, like spotlight on say and everything that I'm dealing with is like rife with drama right now. Um, and I, I keep trying to think of that like Taylor Swift song, like it's me, I'm the problem, like applies. And I keep being like, I swear to God, it's not me. <laughs> I swear. Um, but the thing with, is really- oh, With okay. the, so much drama in the WP, it's kind of hard being S diuretic E. That you somehow are you some rapping? <laughs> nice on okay, the fly. Um, Look at that, that show off. Um, I hope we don't get copyright infringement for that one. No, it's fair <laughs> use. It's fair use. That's sad. Okay. That was quite the derivative, so we're good. Um, I did a right. thesis on it, and he's so, he's been <clears throat> his right. This week, um, the the uh. <sighs> The philosophy, so 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 much for me in WordPress is about um, ethos, right? Is about what the mission is of open source and specifically WordPress in its effort to, you know, to me, democratize publishing means 
so many things, but what it really means to me is that people have the ability to make websites or make web presences of kind of any kind um, on a very low tech server. So that really reduces the barrier, um, maybe not in terms of like, you know, getting it spun up, like it's like the super easiest thing to do or whatever. But, you know, if someone were in a, um, you know, you don't have to rely on a SaaS that can process your, um, your, your cards necessarily, right? Or like, that they, you know, maybe your country's under sanctions or something. There are ways to make, you know, local servers happen. And there's, there's ways to create content and exchange information um, via the internet that doesn't have to involve paid services necessarily, right? I mean, obviously you'd strip it way down. Yes. And I would That's add Tom? to that that you have that you have the ability to actually also influence the direction of that technology. Like that is that uh, is yeah, one, technically one point, the promise that, that's, of what we're talking about here, right? That is, is the is, um that is the that's the hmm, what's the word dream uh line <laughs> selling point? <laughs> I'm not sure what word to use there. Um yeah, that's that's the idea of open source and that, right? You can get involved, you can take it. Like, and if if WordPress you know, disappeared tomorrow, I could still use that software. I could update that software, right? So it really allows empowers individuals in low tech, low service areas and um, of low, low service, like they don't even just economically, they don't have the funds for that, right? So it really allows that level of accessibility. And I don't mean accessibility in terms of um, like disability or reading. I mean, accessibility in terms of being able to reach it and use the software, <clears throat> have access to it, literally. Um, so, so that's always what it's meant to me. And that has been championed. Whatever dilemmas have come up with um, how the community is run or what, you know, what the priorities are, that has always been there. And I have always felt that I am, we are all working for the same idea, for the same ideal. Um, and I have been questioning that literally since WordCamp US, um, and specifically since, you know, my literal words to try to help out the community and like figure out like how, how we could actually move forward with empowering the community, um, with SEO, for example, uh, that being met with like literal, um, being, being shut down literally that obviously began it, but this week, this week, it took another level, y'all. Um, and it took another level because Mark Andreessen, is that how you say his last name? Andreessen? Yep. Of Netscape fame, one of the original tech, tech bro billionaires um, who has been on boards and whatever and being paid to get make money for the last, you know, 20 years, essentially, um, put out a manifesto, a literal manifesto. It says we believe a lot, like it's a, like it's a freaking cult. Really reads like a cult document. Uh, the techno optimism manifesto. I I wouldn't even call it a manifesto. It's a it's a screed. A screed. <laughs> See, we are words. It's a collection of then. quotes from other people is pretty much what it comes down to. Is like, it a screed or is it a manifesto or is it just like you know like actual I mean, bonkers? 
batshit crazy. <laughs> Emphasis man, on the man. <laughs> exactly, Mika. Just like that. Um, look, I um, this this is actually kind of terrifying. This thing. I read the whole thing, and I read half of it, and I thought I was almost done, and I shared it with a friend of mine, and then we were dialoguing about it. Yeah, no one should call anything a manifesto at any point. <laughs> um, uh, so we were dialoguing about it, and they were like, wait, what about this part? The, the reason I sent it to them was because I know uh, in Matt Mullenweg's talk at Word Camp US, in which he talked about um, futurism in the form of a hundred year WordCamp or a hundred year WordPress.com, uh, whatever that is accounts, policies, like plans, I guess, or whatever, your hundred year plan with wordpress.com. Um, so aside from talking about the, you know, wordpress.com in the wordpress.org context, um, he mentioned a phrase during that talk uh, that I noted um, that was positive sum capitalism. And I had not heard that term before. And I was like, huh positive sum capitalism. That's a really specific term. And I've been super uh, busy <laughs> and not haven't had a chance to really get into that. But then I was reading this manifesto and I saw in the manifesto, um, what was it? It wasn't positive sum capitalism. It was positive sum markets is what he wrote. And I was like, oh, oh wait, hmm, positive sum markets. I remember that. <laughs> Sounds a lot like positive sum capitalism. And uh I sent. I started dialoguing about that, and what I didn't even realize was my my friend told me, "Wait, you got to keep going. There's an enemies section. It's like an enemies section. I hadn't even gotten to the enemies section. So I, I'm like, wow. I thought I was almost done. I was not almost done. Okay. I read the rest of it, and now I've read the whole thing, for which my <laughs> week has been suffering. Um, and the enemies list. Uh, not only lists trust and safety, uh, which will be relevant later, but also lists, lists tech ethics, sustainability, mm -hmm. and social responsibility as enemies of the ideas of this manifesto, enemies of those who believe in this manifesto, which is funny. You know, we have a sustainability team on WordCamp that is, uh, you know, struggling a little bit to get started, but it is still, you know, it's there. It's got some sort of mandate. It's been a little uh, clunky, but um, so there's a literal sustainability team. And I think we all agree that WordPress is definitely taking on a mantle of social responsibility with trying to be inclusive. We've got a DEIB, diversity, uh, I don't remember what all the inclusion, what's the E for? Why can't I remember what the E is for? Something in belonging. I can't remember what the E is for. If someone wants to tell us in the you, comments, you, that you, would you be blanked great. me. What? I'm looking. I, I, knew, I knew it before you said something. I know. I was like, wait, what is the E? I got for? nothing. Uh, yeah, it's something. Uh, we can look it up. But um, you know, we're 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 moving towards this. We've got a sustainability team, so you know, uh, one equity. What equity? Equity. Equity. That should not be forgotten. Thank you, Jacob. Appreciate you. Inequity is a huge component. <laughs> it's a huge component. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. Um, so just to wrap this up, Ryan, say a festo. Um, <laughs> that's all well and good, right? And then um, there was a blog post, Matt Mullenweg posted, uh, wherein he called the, um, the manifesto exciting. 
And he said that the only edit he would make is that he would remove trust and safety from the enemies list. So Matthew um, said that. Yes. yes. Matt Mullenweg, the benevolent dictator of WordPress said that the only edit he would think to make to that manifesto is that um, he would remove trust and safety from the enemies list. Cause he thinks managing spam is, is important and saves money. Mm. Ooh, can mm. I go? So, um, <laughs> yeah. Please, Tom. Yeah, so, please, Tom, because I've got so, nothing after that. That's where I ended, <laughs> and I was like, hey, I feel like I've been punched in the gut, and I have no breath, so that's cool. I'm going to do a little exposition just because <clears throat> not everybody is across everything. Um, Mark Andreessen's company is called A16Z. Automatic officially operates as A8C. Yeah. Little bit of a love letter there. To that point. Uh, uh, for the uh, record, the A8C okay. came after A16Z. Yeah. Um, if you go back a few months in the make announcements channel, um, you know, it's locked. Only certain people can post to it. And um, it was it was in response to uh, Andreessen's post on AI, like why we should stop worrying about the bomb and love AI. See, that one was definitely a screed. And what was it? Why, <laughs> why AI will save the world? Yeah, oh, basically. And, um... No worship. So, you know, um, it's not an uncommon saying, but in motorcycling, um, we say, where you look is where you go. And, um, I definitely pay attention to people's reading lists. Um, you know, if you really, really like fascist fanfic, uh, that definitely puts you in a category of red flaggy people for me, right? Um, and uh, I, uh -huh. considering the affinity that our benevolent dictator has for where Mark's headed, um, I, I definitely think it merits a lot of scrutiny, right? Um, I also just want to point out in the manifesto by Andreessen. He references a manifesto that was written. He doesn't say its name. He said it was written at a different time and place and then quotes it quite lovingly. Um, it's called the Futurist Manifesto. And it was written in 1909. And the person who wrote it went on to write, wait for it, the Fascist Manifesto. Huh. Same person quoted in the manifesto. Just saying that's not that's 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 not that's not implication <laughs> but you know of where we are right now right yeah like, this is i mean like literal fascism <laughs> that that is literally what we are talking about here like literally quoting and supporting um uh, a, a, a manifesto written by someone who wrote the fascist manifesto I don't like Moretti is is the the name being dropped in the comments. Um, but why is it so? Why is this important? Um, well, <laughs> we did this a hundred years ago, in the twenties. Uh, a plague swept the entire world. Um, fascism became the dominant form of government across the world, and we all know what happened after that. And and there was a huge financial crash also um, at the core of, of a lot of the problems 
You that, might recall the Great Depression. Yeah. There were a lot of people making money hand over fist. Um, and a lot of people who got hurt, you know, died. Yeah, a lot of people starved. died <laughs> and uh, suffered um, a lot. And 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 right now we have and there were some wars. We have a glitzier form of that happening right now, right? We have Netflix uh and and smartphones, but you know, never you know, never in the past hundred years have have has have we seen this like level of squeeze being put on people. And when you have technocrats that are out here basically name checking fascists or just like a step away from that. Um, and essentially telling us like why we should enjoy being digital sharecroppers for them. <laughs> it's exactly um, that is the best summary. You know, I, oh I, I think we need to take a long, saying... hard look at what we're being fed, right? Like oh we need to scrutinize the shit. And I am going to say the shit out of everything that is being said by people who have paychecks that will take us centuries to, to get, you know, People get paid in one year what some of us take 100 to 500 years to make. Yeah. And, and then we, we don't have the same before, lives. Before right? we, we don't have there. the same worries. No. And, and, and or the so same I power. see that the other troubling thing because you criticize somebody like Andreessen or Mullenweg on Twitter. And there's like one person that comes in and be like, yeah, you know what? You're totally right. And there are like 50 guys that are like, you're just a hater. Right. Yeah. And sometimes the person themselves even says that. I, I I can't even believe that there are so many people willing to, pardon my language, dick ride people who don't even fucking know them. We're getting real this episode. <laughs> yeah, they don't even know them. And not only that, Thank but you, not only do they not know them, but they would not value them if they did know them. They do not have a high opinion of the 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 what are what the masses right the common people i mean that's essentially what we're talking about here these people are essentially kings right they're they're kings they have they have no accountability like to anyone like no. i've been reading about uh elon musk's um ceo his new ceo who's uh is a name i escapes me at the moment too it's really my strong Linda Yaccarino. there you go that's why i have that's why we're all here together Strengths. Um, She's a very Trumpian delivery too. I haven't even seen. I've read a lot about it, and uh, all the articles are like, so she doesn't know anything <laughs> about what's happening at the company at all. And like, she goes, she goes out on like stages and talks, and then they ask her a question, and she's like, okay, well, I have to go now. And then they say, what do you think about what Elon said about this? And she goes, oh, I don't know. I didn't know he said that. We'll have to check on stuff. And it's like, okay, so. This is obviously just a prima facie setup, right? You're just like the, 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 what is it? The figurehead that is trying to allow even more flexibility for Elon Musk, because now he's not even having to adhere to the roles of CEO, right? So now he can just do whatever with complete impunity. And, um, you know, he is, he also subscribes to these beliefs, by the way, um, and the idea of futurism and long-termism is should really be concerning to us all because what it essentially means is that, uh, and the philosophy, um, it's actually, it's been tweeted by Elon. I don't know if it's exactly the philosophy that Mark and or Matt subscribe to, obviously, um, but given the proximity of both their social circles and their language and the things they're saying, you know, it's the same, it's the same idea. 
<clears throat> but the especially the futurism focus. So the um, the philosophy is essentially that whatever um, whatever costs might happen here in the present day, that they are irrelevant as long as the long-term effect of that is beneficial to humankind. So not only are they like, whatever happens here, as long as like the people in the future have some capabilities, like, you know, them and their ancestors, um, then it doesn't matter what happens to the people here. So not only is that a problem for like, you know, everyone alive, but also that relies specifically on that person's imagined one, this is singular people's imagined idea of what a, the future should be, what the future will be. And then them making decisions with their copious amounts of money and putting all the technology companies that they buy up constantly, you know, onto these missions where they are literally saying in their philosophies that they are doing it for the future. I mean, that's why Elon is all about colonizing Mars and he doesn't care about, you know, any of the environmental impacts of SpaceX or the satellites or whatever. He's given up on everything that's happening here. And his whole thing is the future that I want in a hundred years is more valuable than all of this here. Meanwhile, his tech is taught is shoddy bullshit. Like look into what's happening with the satellites, right? His satellites are about to basically probably end all satellites. And that's, that's not, that's, that's not speculation. Let me just, bullshitting like just that, the tech that, that the, is they're dying no, they are they they they're in an exponential collision course that 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 cannot be corrected and they can't get them down wait like collision like actual yeah like happens? they 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 have had to make exponentially more course corrections for each of the satellites and it it is it is becoming impossibly uh, unmanageable to continue to correct their trajectories and the the space agencies have no way to fix it. That's great. So, so he actually may ruin all of satellite communications, which would be really interesting. We don't rely on satellite communications for anything important, Tom. I don't think, you know. No, and I, I'll cop to being, I'm very ADHD, so I see things very macro and micro, and it makes things unmanageable sometimes. But this is all really important because um, there, there's an element in this, like, it's kind of like less wrong, right? Sam Bankman Freed, thank you. Uh, he made that popular. And it's like less <laughs> wrong. the guy on trial for uh, massive yeah, fraud? Positive sum yeah, capitalism. Um, these these great visions are, are are being revealed to just be like the selfish designs of mediocre men, mediocre white men, particularly, and um, and 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 they're they're incorporating these elements of like stoicism, right? Like just kind of like go along, go along with what happens because you can't really change it. The only people that I have heard really pumping that line are people that have it made, pretty much, right? right. Like. They're, they would prefer for the rest of us to manage our emotions <laughs> and get the hell out of their way so they can do their thing. But they're not very good at servicing situations like when they are rightly called out, they go on the attack, right? Hadn't um, noticed. And what is it? Is it DARVO is the acronym for... for um, deflect and, you know, reverse victimize um but that's a that's a that's a it's a technique the republicans are using right now 
Um, and and you see a lot of these tech CEOs use that, right? Like they deflect and and they they you know reverse frame who the who the real victim is, and <clears throat> you know that's that that comes full circle back to the enemies list. Like we we have we have we we have enemy become list. enemies by an enemy being consumed with <clears throat> with tech ethics, right? Ethics. Ethics. <laughs> Correct usage of Darbo, Jacob tells me. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, it, it it makes I think every plan is spurious until until otherwise verified. Uh, and and I don't I have a mistrust but verify relationship with with WordPress leadership right now. Yes, um, I have a difficult one myself. <laughs> um, I, I, you just distracted me. I saw that on some talking. social media site. Yeah, some said some stuff with WordPress leadership. Um, I oh, we had a never. I yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say because now I got distracted about WordPress leadership. Well, and all I wrote down was Darvo. If if one uh, if one has a distrust with WordPress leadership, uh, let's let's uh, talk to Bernie, who is once again asking you to consider WordPress governance. <laughs> I am once again asking you to consider <laughs> WordPress governance. I mean, oh God, I just, I feel um, with all of this on top of it, right? Like I, this is, this is why I prefaced this whole conversation with all of that stuff before, right? Like I always felt that we had these ideals in common, um, that we were going for that. But I do not understand how the techno-optimist manifesto, excuse me, is in any way in alignment with uh WordPress is e WordPress's ethos. Like it, it feels completely out of alignment. <laughs> Other, like even even so far as to be like technology saves everything, and technology can fix everything. But like, it feels like in WordPress we're often like really working, like because we're working with the code. You know what I mean? And like, so it feels very much like the people are very much a big part of that. It's not like since AI came out or ChatGPT came out in you know a year ago, suddenly like. WordPress development has like been made simple and we've solved all the accessibility issues and you know they know how to get the font manager in right like it hasn't solved all of those problems so it's like okay tech's gonna solve all our problems but like when is it gonna do that like eventually of course you know because if we get to Star Trek you know we're doing much better but it's like how do we get from here to there and sometimes we, I feel you have to have a third world war and, I mean, you do, um, and then they you have to use a nuclear missile um, with a dilithium crystal to get the attention of the Vulcans. <laughs> so that's just mm -hmm. that shit ain't happening. Very, very specific. <laughs> very <Yeah>. specific. <clears throat> I'm a Trekkie. Okay, I was, I am too, and that's why I enjoyed that so much. So I wanted to bring this back real quick to the enemies list, which I just like. That there's an, I mean, I don't like, but I like to remind all of us that there is literally an enemies list. So if that doesn't sound frightening and authoritative, authoritarian and fascist to you, I don't know what does. Um, especially since everything on that list was like me. <laughs> I'm like, cool. So yeah. me, I'm the enemy. Awesome. How, <laughs> many, how many people, <laughs> how many people who give a, a real, like, a, a real fuck about the WordPress project or on that enemies. That is, that's what I've the whole WordPress yeah. project is on the list. And I, 
I am like the one that really, I mean, obviously sustainability and social response. There's other stuff on this list. It is like, what, why would you, what an enemy? These are ideas that are enemies. Like it's so like Orwellian, like thought control, creepy awfulness. Um, but how can tech ethics be uh, any, because just saying tech ethics does not say what the ethics are, right? You could have tech ethics that are like, you know, Darth Vader, maybe Darth Vader had ethics. Those were his own ethics, right? Like, there's not like, there's an ethic in the dark side if we're going Star Wars, right? Like, he so had he had an ethos, but not necessarily <laughs> ethics. This is what I'm just saying. Like, just saying tech ethics opens a conversation about what those ethics are, right? right. It is not even saying, like, sustainability is saying, you know, we want things to be able to continue to function. Well, and you can, and then they say, like, you, you can, you can fight a person, you can, you can fight a, a, an army, right? But you can't fight ideas. And so we're when when we're in that mode of deliberately framing ideas as an enemy, I think that is some interesting territory. Um, I think it's terrifying, to be honest. And and and, and then to go a step further with it, if you're going to take exception to one, you're you're basically tacitly endorsing the rest of it, right? So so I mean, I, mean, say, I think I think wait, where wait, this you becomes say the only edit I would make is this. You're not tacitly endorsing the rest of it. You are cleverly perhaps not saying, I agree with this entire thing except this, but it is the same thing to say, I agree with this entire thing except this part, and to just say, uh, I would just edit this part. Like, it's the same thing. Like, well, I, it's a, I mean, it's a classic operator. Deniability there, I suppose, but... That's, that's, that's respectability, politics, and action, right? Like, to, you know, like, Deni obliquely say... Deniability. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't actually say that, right? And right. but I mean this 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 what comes back full circle because anyway, like you know, if we're gonna does it does it mean it's exciting? Like is is bombing exciting? Like does that excite people? Does the fact that California has had its A four its automatic weapons ban struck down is that exciting to people? I mean, it definitely exciting. increases my blood rate. <laughs> it definitely uh, or my blood pressure rate. Like it definitely creates uh feelings uh i don't know if i would call them excited but my my yeah. my my synapses are activated so you know what does exciting mean exactly well yeah we should all just be in survival mode right as if we already aren't um but i, I think w when you go back to to the the alignment uh, or, or lack thereof of these the manifestos the the you know caping for them <clears throat> um and and where wordpress is as as like a, a open source project um it's not out of alignment if you're running a corporation and i think that ultimately like that's kind of the point that the whole well, I mean, SEO commentary you were trying to make hold on just a second technically i run an s corp so technically i run a corporation so i always think it's really important to qualify that with because there's a lot of small corporations that are small businesses so never, i'm not i'm not one to allow the word corporation to be a stand-in for whatever the hell evil business entity is well, like i just because because then that you start getting you start people saying well i'm a corporate because i mean technically my business is an s corp right so technically i run a corporation so anyway i just don't want to get into that split so it's i think it's important not to frame it as just like 
that way. Just, just a side point. Let me get, let me get to the dot com versus dot. Yeah, get, like, get, that's get that's the point. That's the point. Because if the emphasis is dot com, then it makes sense. Right. If, if the emphasis is really having a community driven thing, it doesn't make sense. And, and I think there's a lot of tension there. And, and honestly, yeah, I mean, you can't find it now, but I had, I've made a very long post about this, this tension resulting in the, the project and community uh, kind of being in a flat spin. Right. And it's the point that you were trying to make about the lack of transparency the lack of really truly knowing who's driving the decisions behind certain things that materialize on .org, like sandbox buttons and, you know, annual surveys, things, statistics disappearing, right? Like that, this is, this is not just a thing that's happened in the past two months. This has been years worth of these decisions. Yeah, go for it. I just want to illustrate your point. So on uh, last Tuesday, um, because of a tweet that I made, because now I apparently I'm on the lists for what being watched on Twitter, um, a tweet that I talked about where I said uh, that the, I think I mentioned this on the show earlier, uh, that the marketing team was not involved whatsoever with the annual survey, right? And um, Josepha Hayden Chomfosi uh, came on to, you know, said, hey, you know, let's talk about this, not on Twitter. And I was like, great, come to our meeting. So she came and uh, not this past Tuesday, but the weekend week before that and had a discussion about the annual survey, um, which was odd, just oddly tense um, for, for one, but there was a really interesting part um, where, and, and the discussion is posted. I'll, I'll post a link in the show notes. Um, I wrote up a, a summary on uh, Wednesday, I think. And it was a very long summary because I tried very hard to be objective and thorough. Um, but there, the, the thing that stands out most to me is when we were talking about how the community can be involved in the development of the survey, uh, Josepha said she didn't see a clear path to that. And in another part where I was making a distinction between work that happens within the community structure, make, um, the, the, the make Slack, the P2s, the GitHubs, and work that happens externally, like at a different company's Slack or in another structure that's not part of the project structure, um, that that is, you know, external to the company and her, or that is external to the organ to the community. And her response to that was that automatic, key thing here is not the WP foundation. It's not what we're talking about. We're literally talking about automatic that automatic owns this process of the survey and therefore we own the responsibility and i was i haven't really like i didn't like respond to that because there's not a lot i can say i'm just like oh you just you just own it first of all i feel like it would be the foundation that should own it right if we're talking about that um but who 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 decided that like who just decided that that's owned like so I mean, it's really hard to get into that because that's just the, the baseline place that project leadership is starting from. Like that was not a revelation at all. That was just a statement of fact, like automatic owns this process. Therefore, we have the responsibility. And no, we're not going <laughs> to we're open to feedback, you know, but we, I don't know how this would be part of the community, how the community could participate in developing this. Which just, I don't even know, like at a certain point, you just have to say, okay, well, that 
is pretty clear, right? That's not ambiguous. That is making it very clear that that process is not going to happen in the community as far as that survey and as far as they are concerned, as far as like official, officially showing up on wordpress.org slash news or whatever it happens to be um, or on the, on the social medias. So I, I, I think, mean, I think I have, there, right. Say, I mean, I, I think I have a problem with how many things are being pulled back from the community when for 20 years or at least for most of the last 20 years the the biggest strength of wordpress has been the community the biggest that's what we all say in our selling points right <laughs> that's like, but oh. there it, but because of uh i don't know capitalism because of whatever um you know we're you know someone uh who <laughs> is is already rich and just wants to be richer i don't fucking know they you know things things just continue to get pulled back mm -hmm. uh control continues to be uh, uh exercised in a way where um you know where someone uh can pay people to work on this thing instead of the community uh that makes wordpress great but not um, even pay you know, them to work in the community, which right. is a conversation that I would, you know, that's a whole other, that's, that's what we are saying. You know, that is what we are purporting to have happen. Right. Like, the, like there are sponsored contributors that are there full-time, part-time, whatever, that work in the community. They're part of the community. That is a, com you know, community. When you take it out of the community, that isn't sponsored contribution. That's just employment. That has nothing right. to do with WordPress.org. That is a separate company working on something. I, I just, I, you know, like, unless it comes through the community at some point, it is not part of it. And if any other company was doing that, then it would be not allowed. Like, people are not allowed to do that, not allowed to put those links in, not allowed to use, amplify that stuff. And if this was the WordPress Foundation or the WordPress Community Services, which is a B Corp established underneath the nonprofit foundation, I wouldn't have like that's that's, you know, and if they're paid oh. through that, that's a different conversation. But that's not what we're talking about. It was not, oh, WordPress Community Services owns this process and therefore owns this responsibility. No, it was automatic, which they have the license to use WordPress.com. But do they have the license to take everything out of the community to like run that? Like what, where's that? Is that part of the license? I mean, has anyone even seen the license? I don't even know what that agreement looks like. So, but I think, I think to, to draw a, a, an analogy <laughs> um, that we can all readily identify with, at least if you're in, based in the US, uh, it's a lot less like a representative democracy and more like the electoral college, which if you know what the history of the electoral college was, it's because you could not trust the decision-making of the everyday man. So it's essentially an inbuilt override. Mm -hmm. And I think we need some clarification around that. Now I don't have eyes on what the historical levels of control and or monetization from automatic to the project.org you know, I don't, I, I have no idea. I can't speak to that, but 
I have a distinct sense now that there is so much money interlinked between the two mm-hmm. that it is also driving some of the tension, right? Yeah, I think and you're that right. every time we scratch at the community ownership angle, we are getting close to too close to to some element of money uh, scarcity. Y- y- you know, there, there, yeah. there's something uh, uh, there that we, yeah, an, yeah. A, an agenda. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, my, my, the theory that, that <laughs> I put out there was that um, the attrition rate is, has got people scared. And that the attrition is, rate from WordPress or from the community, from the software or from the community? Both. All of it. <laughs> just, all of it. Just the whole and, attrition and, rate. Everyone's like, that, gotta go. Woo-hoo. That with the with the level of cash that is being infused into .org, the entitlement and almost obligation to steer things in certain directions that are being, you know, deemed like important to return. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the, the, those things are being seized. Right. Or at least that would be my theory. Yeah. I don't know it, shit. Like but, it's called seizing the means of production. Yeah. So I, you know, it's just. Someone wrote about that at one point. You can only, you can only infer, in you can only infer these things because it's not being spoken about. Right. And it's not being spoken about. Honestly, we know we're being deflected. We're speaking about it. Honestly, finally, Tom, I've been speaking around it for a really long time, but at this point I got nothing to lose. Like I, like I'm already being ostracized from the community. Like I've been doing this the nice way for a long time. I have been having these conversations behind the scenes actively since 2018. So like at some point I'm just like, I don't like, there is no other place to have the conversations, right? There is no place to have the truth. Like this just has to be had out here, right? Otherwise there's again, no accountability here. What, who's holding who accountable? Nobody, (laughs) you know, like there's, there's, there isn't any. And, you know, maybe that should be a, a foundational thing, like the WordPress foundation and the the literal financial enmeshment that is happening um, should be a concern. If it's, it's really all a matter of how much do we care? And is it how important is it that this is a true open source project that is, you know, owned by all of us? as opposed to owned by a single company and we get to like work for free for that company. Cause I was, I was never feel I never felt that way before again, because I felt that we were working towards a shared ideal, but this week has obliterated <laughs> that idea. Like, and there was already problems with like, you know, Jordan Peterson in there and like, you know, some problematic like associations and like, of course, behaviors and flipping out on people's never great. But um, do we do we talk about lobsters making beds in the morning? I, I, I must have missed that one. <laughs> That's a Jordan Peterson reference, FYI, um, Deep cut. For, for folks who don't know. Uh, yeah. So um, who we are not endorsing mentioning in this case is anti endorsing just for the record. Just so we're clear, uh, that should also be, you know what, that should, to my mind, that should also be an easy, no, I do, do not agree with, like, no, I'm not a Nazi. No, I do not follow Jordan Peter. No, I do not subscribe to the ideals of Jordan Peterson that, you know, basically says that women naturally prefer to be homemakers. <laughs> just, we're just meant to, it's just natural. Uh, not fun fact, they, they, they found out this week that um, uh, based on historical, you know, like 
it was DNA evidence or archaeological finds <laughs> that women are not the the uh, gatherers that they were portrayed to be, that they were out hunting as well. Go figure. Yeah. Turns out <laughs> humans needed to use human resources for things. And some people are good at hunting and some people are good at watching kids and some people are good at cooking food. This is this is this is the same that it has been for a long time. We just like to, you know, put all of our philosophies on it. So here's the thing. Speaking of philosophy, right? This has become philosophical. And that is complicated because now it's not just it's not just software. It's not just community. It's literally like, I guess it's kind of like the, is it Pantheon? The Pantheon conversation. I think like Pantheon has a whole scandal issue in so far as that they came out and they said they are not going to ever kick anyone off of their hosts, no matter how, if they're listed on the anti-hate, you know, they're, they have no problem giving a home to like, what is it? Like, what is that list? The anti-defamation league hate group list. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, so I mean, something, that's, something like that. So it's it was like, about a year ago that they that they that they became embroiled in that. I think. Yeah, and that has they've been kind of making a comeback across you know all the different conferences this year, and they've actually been given multiple um, slots at different conferences to talk about like this type of thing and like freedom of hosting and whatever. So they're literally being given not just a free pass but also entry, like. Let's talk about why you're right, Pantheon. And this is, you know, if, if you, if, if it's like you want to give your money to someone, right, who is actively okay with supporting hate groups or whatever, that's, that's, that's kind of a clear line, right? They're hosting it. They're saying, yes, we're going to associate this. It's like, okay, well, I'll, I will move my hosting. Like, you know, when GoDaddy was killing the elephants, right? The CEO guy was out there killing elephants and everyone's like, this is just not okay. Like you've got to stop. Right. Um, or Scott, Scott's telling us in the comments that they, um, they, I guess recanted just this month on that. Oh, <laughs> yay. So that's the same type of thing, probably because they were losing a lot of, uh, customers because people are like, um, actually really these are bad things and they don't need a home on the web and I don't want to be associated with them. Right. It's the same reason like why companies don't want to advertise on the thing formerly known as Twitter, if they're going to be next to hate group, you know, posts, right. If they can't not be associated with these things and they have to move their money elsewhere. So in that sense, this is like sort of like, you know, you move your hosting, you change your money. When we're talking about philosophy and you're talking about philosophy that has plausible deniability because of words like exciting and, you know, retweets are not endorsements or whatever. Um, you know, we're having to make philosophical choices about where we put our time and our energy and our and our knowledge, uh, where we're putting our energy in terms of like our our clients, where we're where we're contributing where we are participating in general, right? That's that's something we're contributing. And it's like, so if we are doing that and the ethos are not, we're actually just kind of fueling wordpress.com, we're fueling Matt, we're fueling whatever, like this is where I'm at. Like I am in like a massive existential crisis because even the WordPress 6.4 process, like it's run by automaticians. Like it's, it is. Like there's not, there's a lot of other people who help and they're awesome and wonderful and whatever, but that process is definitely ushered through. And that you can see that in the fact that Matt himself was the, was the release lead for like the past, I don't know, 
10, 10 releases or something or like something, you know, Matias was in there once, um, even though he wasn't actually active in leading the release. It's just like kibosh power or like ultimate control power. So, and uh, I, I don't think that, that, that institutional knowledge and guidance isn't necessarily bad, right? It's the transparency around the process. I think that that tends to be, a, a, at least for me, is But it's not just unnerving. guidance, it's control. That's the difference. It is not, it is not, we're all here together. Like there's, there's elements of that. And individually, most people have that approach, but it's not how it works in reality. Like, and you know, the, the, uh, again, I'm not trying to vilify any individuals. It is the structure by which we have, this is just where we are. This is just the structure as it's evolved because because perhaps Josefa doesn't feel that we can burden volunteers, which is what she said with the survey, like that she doesn't want to create work for volunteers, for contributors, but that's what everyone is there for. So for example, in the marketing team, if we don't have work to do, everyone leaves because there's nothing happening, right? And so like, it's been a, a nightmare to try to get people to come into the marketing team to do anything because everyone's like burnt out and tried that and it's, you know, you can't do anything anyway. And so then the people who are there, there's a couple people and then there's sponsored contributors who don't help with anything that's community-based. They only work on the stuff that they have control over. So like, what are we even doing? I just, I, I don't even like. I, I, and that's why, and that's why I made the comment that we're in a flat spin, right? Yeah. Cause that's what that is. Yeah. We we are we are literally chasing our tails in circles trying to figure out what the lay of the land is. And there are some great things coming out of the project, like on, on the on the pre-show, you know, I am I am a booster of full sight for all the frustrations. It 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 is it's been a game changer for me. And I want to see that go somewhere and and see a lot of people do meaningful things with it. Um, but you know, on the flip side of that coin. I am not going to, I'm 43 years old. I'm old enough now to, that I finally figured out to spend my energy to show up authentically where I know I can make a difference and where I know it's not going to be this intellectually or emotionally painful process for me. Right. And, and I, you know, I've held enough jobs in toxic situations where, I, you know, it's, it's this very canary in a coal mine, like sixth sense for me. And this canary has fallen over in the cage and died. I think that I, I, I can't speak for you, but the last time we had this conversation and I think I was on this show in the comments advocating for a contributor strike, you, you kind of shot that down. Um, but <laughs> it's been a time, man. Would, I, I would still you say the temp has changed on that? I, I think that it it might not matter uh, so much because I think that they're the sponsored contributors have been placed for that. I think it might actually make everybody, you know, more happy. Happier. We all just leave. Mm -hmm. I, I did get on Mastodon someone saying like, you know, it is open source. So, you know, in theory, we could, you know, not fork, but just organize. I'm a big fan of organizing. You know, we have the WPCC as a framework if we want to use it for anything. Um, it's just that I can't do everything by myself. I have a kid, you know, you have a kid, like we would need people to do that. And, and then also you start getting fought with, right. Like, and discredited, which is what has been happening to me. And, um, like at a certain point, like, are we fighting for those ideals? Is this because we want WordPress 
the open source software to be available to other humans <laughs> to use? Or is it to like, like just for idealism's sake? Or, you know, like what, I think that's really the problem. Like, is it is it easier just to let Matt do his thing and just turn it into software and it's just another Squarespace? Like, and, it, and, and then of course there's this whole like, just because we're so privileged to be able to opt out of this discussion because it doesn't, you know, we have other choices. Other people don't have other choices. And so they're going to stay in and keep fighting. And we're just like, well, this is too much for me. I got to bail. And it's like, you know, yes, you have to protect your own mental health. But at the other side, like, what about the community and the bonds and the strength that we've created there? And like what, you know, I, I, I don't know how to weigh these things. I genuinely do not know. And I think so much is is playing out right now. But we're definitely at this crisis point and we're at this crisis point you know we see what happens in the world when there's a crisis point for a long time and then it can erupt into something really really painful for everybody and um you know i don't want that to metaphorically or maybe that is metaphorically what's happening to us here you know it's like we've been at this crisis point for a long time and now it just can't handle it anymore and it's just gonna you know evaporate I don't know. There and there may be something to be said for the fact that we we actually we may be part of the the, the crisis point, which is um, with every paradigm shift in mass communication comes a mass hysteria, and um, I think that it's it's entirely likely that that some of this is driven by our own activity. I think for me, and I will wrap this up. I swear, um, is that. I, I oh no, I, I don't even know how to wrap it up. Actually, I, I, I don't. I, I just, I still don't know. I really still don't know. I just know that I, I don't want to uh, do the thing where you just throw good money after bad or whatever that expression is, where you just keep going with something because it's sunk cost. That's what it's called. Like I don't sunk like, cost fallacy. Yeah, cost fallacy. Yeah, like I don't want to be in that world. Like that's at a certain point. You know, if you're in an abusive relationship or if you're in a bad situation, it's not working. You know, you gotta. You've got to extricate yourself from that. But um, I, I don't know how to tell the difference between that and um, fighting for something that you believe in and trying to make change and, um, you know, rallying in that sense for the community. So if someone has an answer, <laughs> please tweet at me. Don't tweet me. Just I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Feel, feel free to go hang out with me. us in our discord oh, no. that's where you can come and hang out and talk with us about this stuff uh it's a safe space we we we, we welcome you over there yeah well, and if you're, not, that, if you're not talking just can you post it. hey this is a good segue of wrapping up post a link to the discord because i don't have it get in there com slash discord We'll have it in the notes. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all later you have a good one and thank you for the conversation we really appreciate it Thank you for Take us home, Tucker. All righty, here's our outro. Hey, go to our website at apywatercore.com slash subscribe, where you can subscribe to our podcast over there. You can go and watch us uh, live as well as after the fact on YouTube, Facebook, and uh, LinkedIn as well. So feel free to go do that. And uh, thank you very much for coming and hanging out with us. We'll see you over on our Discord. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye.